Accra gets busy on this frequency. 92.7, 3FM. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise. Bismillahir Rahman Rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Hasbunallah wa Nimal Wakil. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cap runneth over. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Assalamu alaikum. It's Tuesday. Welcome to Johnny's Bite. This morning, before I start anything, there's a front page story that three cement factories define the Ghana Standards Authority's ban. The three cement factories, I'm told, are in the Ashanti region, according to a report by the Daily Graphic, and they are producing substandard, substandard cement. The Ghana Standards Authority put a ban on them because they identified that they were producing substandard cement. And we all know the effect of substandard cement. Buildings could collapse, leakages, cracks. It could cost you some more money and be a danger to society and the people who live within that abode and those who visit it, etc. So Professor Alex Dodu and his team went out there, cracked the whip. Just when they left, the people started operating again. I hope that Professor Alex Dodu and his team would not let this slide because if it slides, it only shows that they are a weak institution that they do not know what they are about and that people can take them for granted and risk all of our lives. Because already the artisans, some of them shortchange builders. The artisans, property owners, they already shortchange you. Sometimes you buy 10 bags of cement and then they take three away before they, they start using the six to do the work that the 10 is supposed to achieve. So Professor Alex Dodumingabo, good morning to you, Prof. As for these three companies, you must deal with them. And I thought there's a Chinese company among you must deal with them because when you go to China, you can't go and misbehave like that in China. If there are Ghanaian counterparts, hold them accountable and deal with them. Some people must go to jail because of this. And I'll follow it up. Some people must go to jail because of this. The three Chinese companies, maybe I mentioned their names. The three Chinese companies, Zin and Safe. Cement Ghana Limited in Kumasi, Kumasi Cement Ghana Limited and Unisem Cement Ghana Limited. These are the three that have flouted the ban. Three of them that have flouted the ban. Professor Alexodu, good morning to you. We must have standards. And I know you are trying to put in place the standards. Use them as scapegoats. So others can learn from it as well. We have had enough of buildings collapsing in, in recent time. We have had enough of uh, iron rods. We have had enough of uh, building permits being granted left, right, center when people know that they are building. We have had enough of that. We want the systems to work. This is how to make the system work. And speaking of system that is supposed to work, I'm still I'm thinking why we have engineers in the country and why we still patch the Tabamoto way which is made of concrete, which expiry date has long elapsed with bitumen and asphalt. I'm still thinking. Because that's akin to using chewing gum to try and fasten polybag together. You cannot achieve anything. That's what we are doing. So while in the, on the tamale 
Walewale Bogatanga Road. Please show me that image. Tamale Walewale Bogatanga Road. They are patting concrete and, and bitumen or asphalt. Down south, Tamamoto Way is busy patching uh, asphalt with concrete. So there's a picture of a highway. Tamale Walewale Bogatanga Highway. It's an asphalt road, a bitumen road, or whichever one it is, because I'm not a technical person. Kota, as they call it, or whatever, I don't know what it's called. But you see that they have patched it with concrete. They have patched that part with concrete. And you ask yourself, what's happening? Then you come to Accra, and then they are patching, the, 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 the road is made of concrete, and then they are patching it with, with uh, what do you call it, asphalt. So this is the Tamale Wale Wale Bogatanga Road. Do you see the concrete there? This one, we are doing improper fraction. The road is made with, you know, <laughs> oh, Charlie. <laughs> what kind of a backward match to a forward, a forward match agenda is this? So the engineers at our Ministry of Roads and Highways, urban roads, all those roads, what, do they see this as normal? Because this is abnormal. This is certainly abnormal. Look, play Prophet Kofi Odre's video for me. Prophet Kofi Odre, he spoke about this. He's also become a target. As for this country, when you speak your mind and you speak the truth and you speak the truth of the people, you become a target. Play the video for me, please. Prophet Kofi Odre's video, Alabasta Ministries. He spoke about this. He has spoken about it about three times. I had cause to speak about this in 2018. The Tamamoto way as it is now is a horror movie. I've said it. Today, I've showed you we have patched some place in the north, and we are still patching some. So, so the mat is it a case that the materials that we used in constructing the roads originally are finished or what? Or they stopped manufacturing them and we can't get some? Is it a case? Or is it a case that, well, we want to just prove that Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, who constructed or oversaw the construction of the Tamamoto Way, is more wise than all of us put together who exist today. I'm going to say it again. Concrete road, itunia pacha Huh? We have a whole institution for roads and highways. Where are the engineers? Concrete road. What I did in building technology. Concrete roads. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The expiring date. It also expiring date. We need to strip the surface and do an overlay on it again. iron Yeah, a blinding work on it. By engineering, no, we strip the surface and put one there. Ghana Anguani, a year rosa, umu to two asphalt, no mako to approach it to two asphalt, you can recycle, you can know, and make it part of the road, no, and put an top lay on it. Shed your motor, I'm all talking a scammer, a dining a time again. A conu genium, no, we soon need keys, Kankasia, some children painful, because you know, I invite Skefuno and Wood. And then I invite Ovet on sunrise. Oh, dear Ovet, 
No, Ubiti, I'm telling you. Then the people know Abano and Sonu Abetina room and praise the Anglican method is apostolic alabaster. Then by honorable, oh, honorable, but my honorable. Honorable, you don't do the honorable thing, you are called honorable. We are very interested. And mama, we are very interested. We look at the young man, if I go say, or drive a corner, so BBPA, you know, the committee, and all that. I did on my coming, he said, in the panda, we are so trained. As so trained. As of for the Abania Bijina home, I don't for moon, so Munkamokum and Tony and Yamia Tons, our friend. So made Yamia Tons, our friend. Oh, my, oh, my, Matias, Yamia Tons, our friend. We are very interested. Hallelujah. And we are very interested people. He put it succinctly. Young people are dying on the roads because the roads are bad. And then they say, oh, God has called him. God has not called you. Your mother is alive. They say, God has called you. To come and do what? That's what the, the, the pastor is asking. And speaking of doing honorable things as honorable, let's go to the Ministry of Transport. Just play their video for me. These persons have not been paid for two years. The budget was read in 2021. The Minister for Roads and Highways decided on his own to cancel road tolls even before Parliament could debate, do the appropriation and approve of the budget for 2022. So the monies that we we're supposed to get as in the last quarter or so of 2021, we didn't get that money. He's still at post. Then he told these persons living with disability who are today being prevented from entering the Ministry of Roads. And in fact, the lady there, she said the gate was, the metallic gate was used to hit her head. She sat in front of me here in the studio. They have not been reassigned as promised. They have not been paid their arrears for two years. And... One of the gentlemen also here told me that, look, in fact, they are, they are president of the association. He told me that the minister for transport told him that if they pay their monies, it will be causing financial loss to the state. Listen to it all. They are not begging for arms. They are not begging for hand downs. They have actually worked for the nation. They are owed their monies. How much do they even pay them? 800 CDs. They make a few deductions. By the time it is done, it's 700 CDs. And you saw how the security men were pushing them out because master has told them to push the persons who are differently labeled out. Order from above. A very foolish approach to living. Order from above. And sometimes you don't know who is hiding behind the curtain to scream, order from above. We are so wicked as a country that even persons living with disability, we are starving them. We starve the children in school with school feeding. We take pensioners' bonds. We give them haircuts that they have not asked for. Young people are not giving employment. We punish them as well. And the persons living with disability, we also punish them as well. Then when we finish, we'll group and say, God bless our homeland, Ghana, and make our nation great and strong. These are the things that if we stop, our nation will become great and strong and God will bless us. So we don't have to be wasting God's ears. Persons living with disability... Play the video. Don't, don't show my face. Just play the video. I want it to sink in this morning. Somebody will take his bath or her bath and go to work. 
They have been taking their salaries since they asked these people to stay off work. They have been taking their allowances since they asked these people to stay at home. They have been taking their per diems. They have been fueling their vehicles. They are guarding boys and all of them. They still come to work for them. The PAs and the rest, they all come to work. They take their salaries. Persons living with disability, two years. Even those of us who are able bodies, sometimes we struggle. Now, persons living with disability, they have been put in this bracket. How do you want them to survive? How do you want them to survive? That's a question. How do you want them to survive? Is there any level of dignity that is left to be bestowed upon them? Because now you have reduced them to the barest minimum. They have to now fight to gain access to come and collect money that is due them. The tobus were working. We were not complaining. But because you wanted to introduce E-Levy and you wanted to get a certain public, public herald around it, you hurriedly and hastily, before Parliament approved of, 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 of whatever, you cancelled the road tolls. And then you had your leaders in Parliament shamefully telling the whole world that Ghanaians did not understand, so they were fighting at the tolling points. What, what kind of insult is that? And up until now, police has, the police are not arrested anybody. Nobody has been prosecuted for fighting at those same places. But you said you're going to send MTTD officers to the tolling points. And we spent one million cities to decommission those tolling points. Oh, you didn't know? We spent one million Ghana cities, you and I, our taxes. One million cities to decommission those places. Now we want to bring the toll booth back. Out of shame, we cannot hurriedly do it. And here, we are keeping persons living with disability, people in wheelchairs, people in crutches, people who have their legs amputated, hands amputated. We are keeping them hungry for two years. But we were able to gather money, 400 Ghana cities to give to delegates, a total of 80 million. We were able to put together money, 300 Ghana cities to give to delegates. We were able to give them T-shirts. We were able to give them packs of rice. We were able to buy pickups. We were able to buy a few others pickups. We were able to go from church to church, giving donations, month to month, giving donations. We were able to hold rallies. Because all we are looking for and looking at is the next election, not the well-being of the people. That is the height of our level of wickedness and insensitivity and lack of fellow feeling. I know I'll be under attack, spiritual and physical, but I have a big God. I have a very, very big God. I tell you, take me to GRA. Take me to GRA. Just put the, the release there. There are concerns as workers. They have some concerns. We will read it together. That's the last thing we are doing today. And we'll wrap up. Tomorrow we'll continue. They have some concerns. Please enlarge it for me so we can read it. We'll read it together. Now, this is to all staff. Ghana Revenue Authority. No, go to the next one. This is a memo. Let's go to the staff concerns. It's, it's, it's down there. They have concerns. They have concerns about recruitment that has been shrouded in secrecy. They have concerns about uh, contracts. They have concerns about some IT thing that we have procured, which is not working. Now, look at it. It's dated the 3rd of November, and I've kept this. I'm yet to get a response from the GRA proper. Addressed to the Commissioner General, Ghana Revenue Authority, Head Office Accra. And it says, staff concerns. Ghana Revenue Authority Workers' Union as the collective bargaining certificate holder in GRA extends 
to you compliments. We wish to bring to your attention the following staff concerns for your immediate redress. One, recruitment. Reliable information available to the union indicates that management has commenced recruitment of personnel into the authority. The recruitment process has been shrouded in secrecy contrary to Articles 195, 196 of the 1992 Constitution of Ghana, Section 8 of the Public Services Commission Act 1994, Act 482, as well as the Public Services Commission Human Resources Policy Guideline Manual 2015. The recruitment is taking place at Allied Heights, near Jowulu, traffic lights, and has been outsourced to a private firm, KPMG. We wish to state unequivocally that the Ghana Revenue Authority is a public service institution as enshrined in Article 190 of the 1992 Constitution of the Republic of Ghana, Section 7 of Act 482, and shall remain same and manage as such prescribed under the Ghana Revenue Authority Act 2009, Act 791. It will be recalled that organized labor had raised among concerns, strong concerns, about the management of the authority's finances, which currently is in a distressed position. GRA is in a distressed position. It is therefore surprising that such intended recruitment, which can equally be undertaken by the Human Resource Department of the Authority, is being outsourced at the cost to GRA. Now, it says the Workers' Union is also aware that the ongoing recruitment exercise is being carried out without equal opportunity offered to contract staff that the NAPCO interns who were told will be trained, they would have gained experience after five years, who have been with the authority for past five years. The mode of recruitment is, in the view of the union, considered very unfair. These officers, in the opinion of the union, have considered their experience gained on the job and the pledge made by management to be offered the first option any time recruitment will be carried out in the authority. Cannot be left out. We have cited a memo from HR department hastily requesting for some details of these contract staff, NAPCO interns, with such a short submission timeline. Sir, we have had seen these kinds of requests that from the HR department in the year 2020 when interviews were even conducted, but all ended in a mystery. There is contra this is contrary to the stated standard recruitment procedure as required of the GRA being a public institution. Sir, we wish to state that the action of recruitment of external persons without first consideration of the contract staff must stop and be reversed. The timing for this exercise is even anti-revenue as much as it's demoralizing to our hardworking staff, undermining of departments in GRE. Sir, we have closely observed how some departments and divisions have been run over the years with no substantive heads and which we perceive to be a deliberate attempt to render performance of these heads ineffective so as to pave the way for external recruitment and outsourcing of their functions. The state of affairs has the tendency to not only demotivate the affected staff, but also the entire staff of the GRA, since there is no proper a prospect for progression of staff to the top management. It has become crystal clear with the recent head count undertaken by external auditors, audit service. This, we believe, is because of the recent recruitment style of the management, which is not ensuring the internal audit department performs. Oliver, indulge me. That's contract issue. There's a contract issue that has to be dealt with quickly, and then we'll wrap up. It's a contract issue, part of this one, that they have done some contracts, and they have done some procurements, which some have not functioned for four years. Yeah? Sisters, let's go. There's a, a procurement issue, procurement, that they have procured some IT stuff. Beautiful. Now, now, it says that each such exercises 
that uh, it used to. Furthermore, there's a functioning information technology audit unit. Yet, all review of internal IT systems for improvement or replacement are almost always outsourced. We wonder if GRA's financial resources are limitless. There, there is an appalling trend which clearly smacks a mark, smears a mark of institutional failure and imaginative collapse where officers who have duly served in various capacities over the uh, decades in the authority are only appointed into acting positions forever without confirmation. This trend must be reversed immediately. Now listen to the contracts. This is where the juice is. Procurement of IT software, its licensing and general IT contracts are awarded with no direct input from the technical officers in GRE. Quite recent among them is the cybersecurity contract, which is about 380 million Ghana cities to be executed within a year. A whopping $70 million network connectivity, network infrastructure, which for over the past four years is still not functioning. We have spent $17 million, not functioning, $380 million for infrastructure that there was no consultation in inside. Now, the procurement of the Dell laptops and desktop computers, which leaves much to be desired, is among the ills of the IT procurement process undertaken. Information available to us also indicates that management intends to procure body cameras for custom offices. In fact, all of these procurements put pressure on the limited resources and uh, the workers, you know, therefore, wishes to ascertain the value for money of such procurements. I'll continue tomorrow. What they are saying is that GRA is cash-trapped. Procurements are happening without the tacit uh, involvement of the professionals within GRA. Recruitment is, is being done over the head of the HR department. It has been outsourced. The NAPCO people who have worked there for five years have been ignored. So they are bringing new people, friends and cronies and uh, people who are connected to them and all of that. Tomorrow, we will continue. But give me a call. 055-924-2717. 055-924-2717. And 055-691-0154. Good morning. Johnny's Bite. Johnny's Bite. On Sunrise.